Hello, Kimberly. Hey, Pepper. What is happening today? Jazzed up over here. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready for the weekend. I am too. <laughs> I'm so ready for the weekend. I know yeah. that this is going to hit people's ears probably midweek, but we are recording on a Friday and That's we right. are excited about this <laughs> We're Friday. excited that we've survived it. <laughs> <laughs> we made it through the week. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to Extra Shot of Leadership. Welcome back. And this is for leaders who are interested in pushing past what they're currently doing. So if you're that leader who's like, let's go, I want to bring it, you're in the right place. I'm in the growth zone, building my leadership muscle one episode at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what is going on with us today? It's Friday. I mean, we're just having too much fun. <laughs> okay, so look, I got a note and I always love these notes. You and I both love these notes when we get these notes and I got a note And this email came in and they said, hey, look, I listened to something from 2020 and I want to know a little bit more. You guys talked about this whole 80% is probably good enough. Like, how do I know what the 80% is? And they kind of gave me a little more context and Mm -hmm. said, I'm a little bit newer to my job and I just want to understand, yes, you're right. I get it. There is probably an 80%. Can you help me understand how I figure that out? That's Mm. part one. Okay. And then part two is... Is there a way I can help my team understand that? Mm. So when you guys talk about 80% versus 100% or just kind of good enough, how do you do that as leaders? What are you doing? What are you paying attention to? So I'm going to pitch it to you first. I want to know yeah. what, what where you would start with this. Well, I would say my measure, my kind of tick mark is when you're working on something and it's... I, <laughs> when you're working on something, whatever it is, you've got to be able to ask yourself the question, who cares? Like, so when I'm working on details, who really cares about this? Is it that I care and it's all about me and what my preference is? Or is it about the customer and the customer truly cares? So I'll take you back to a few months ago, our team was working on something And I was just getting a little (laughs) fatigued at the end of this development process. And we were talking about, is it light gray? Is it dark gray? Is it dark blue? Is it light blue? And I was starting to check out because I thought, I even don't care. And I really don't know that the customer would ever even notice. So that's the measure to me that we are working on something that we care about because we have such tuned eyes mm. into the details of what we're working on. Yeah. What would you say? Well, I'm right there with you. As I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about, okay, I have a report and I have to deliver this report or I'm creating this widget and I have to deliver this widget. And when I think about that, I completely see your point. The widget, if I'm creating a widget for a customer, they have expectations for what it looks like or how it performs, how it operates. Yes. And there's probably some procedures that go into that, right? We're not talking about that. We're really talking, or at least the way that I'm hearing you, because I remember that scenario. <laughs> I remember that situation. And it was a little too, why are we focusing on this? Who really cares about this? Does it change how the customer uses this, right? So I hear you. I'm right there with you. Is it really changing the quality of the product? That's right. Does the product perform differently as a result of gray or blue? No, right? (laughs) And so, you know, then you roll it back a little bit and you say, who's asking this question? For me, when I think about this specifically, the first thing that comes to my mind about kind of 80% being good enough is 
where is the bar set for performance of the team? Is the bar high? And you're talking about 80% of that really high bar? Or is the bar just average? Minimum. Minimum, mm-hmm. kind of getting by? Or even worse, is the bar in the basement? Ooh. Right? We're really not talking about 80% of the basement because that's, I mean, yeah, not even close to what we're talking about. <laughs> we are talking about the bar is set high. The team is performing at a very high level. They're doing lots of things with minimal resources. They are exceeding expectations. This team continues to receive positive feedback Mm -hmm. on their performance, on their customer service, on the quality product, whatever it is. Yeah, they're seen as experts even in their field. Yes, and so that bar already is high. We're talking about that. So for the leader who wrote this question, you have to first start out with, where is your bar and how is your team performing? Are they performing at that high level? If you can say that, now we start looking at, okay, let's look at the 80% rule. And, you know, your point here is right on target. And it's this piece of, does it enhance the product? Mm -hmm. Is it enhancing the experience? I'm just thinking about lots of different things. And, you know, you talking about this piece of paper that we were looking at. I'm thinking about Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen is our ice cream whatever little shop here in Texas. I haven't been to Dairy Queen in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been to Dairy Queen either. But for whatever reason, I'm thinking about getting an ice cream cone and, you know, I'm envisioning the manager going, okay, do we make that swirl at the very top to the right or to the left? (laughs) (laughs) Your soft serve. Yeah. Yeah. Does your soft (laughs) swirl go to the left? Or to the right. Yeah, that little last bit when they hook it around. (laughs) Anybody who's had a Dairy Queen, y'all listening, y'all know that little swirl up at the top. Does it go to the right or to the left? Does it matter? Right? Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. You know what matters to me? What matters is the way they dip it in the chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, for those that are at Dairy Queen... 80% 80% is all the way to the top of the cone. So don't half Don't be dip. skipping on that cone. Don't, don't be half, skipping on the ice cream. Yeah, don't half dip it. So when you dip the chocolate, dip it all the way to the cone. Anything above 80% is on the cone. It's like dripping down the cone. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's exactly the yeah. point, right? Is they're doing a good job at, you know, dispensing the ice cream into the cone. It's yes. working. It's great. Where you start to get into that, it's good enough, is when you start asking to the right or to the left. And somebody's getting in there and going, oh, no, that, that it needs to go to the right. Because really, at the end of the day, the customer wants the ice cream, right? Mm-hmm. They just want to eat the ice cream and they're mm-hmm. happy with the ice cream. Nobody notices. Now, I'm certain somebody from Dairy Queen might be listening to this and going, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to the right. It goes to the right. And we have policy around this. But, you know, we're not experts in that field. But that's the question is, what is the bar? And are you consistently receiving feedback on your team that they are knocking it out of the park? Yes. They are exceeding expectations. They are a high-performing team. From there, then I agree with you. You ask the question of, who's asking for this? Who is asking if the paper is blue or if it's gray? Right. Somebody specifically said anything? (laughs) Yeah. And then the other thing, the other kind of measure is... If we didn't go work on this to put more effort into this, what else could we be doing? How much work is stacked up over there waiting for us to get through with this decision of gray or blue? Yeah, I think that's a great point. 
it really is that question of what are we not doing because Mm -hmm. we're focusing in on this? And how many people are making this decision about gray and blue? (laughs) How many people... How many high-paid people do you have in the room making this decision? Are weighing in on this. Absolutely. So just as a quick recap here, I'm hearing the first question is kind of where's the bar? Is it average? You're just meeting the expectations of your customers, the organization. Are you killing it, rocking it? It's over the top. That's your first question. Second question is, who is asking for this? Is this something specifically being requested? Well, then probably you need to do it. But if it's not being requested, yeah, (laughs) if it's not being requested, perhaps we have to think about why are we doing this? Who is driving this? And I know we've had some conversations in the past related to this. Who is driving it and why? Yes. Right? Why do you think sometimes people are pushing between the gray and the blue, for example? I think it could be just internal, right? Look at me. Look at what we can do. It's like the ta-da factor. I think there could be some of that going on. So a little bit of, let me show you my skill set mm-hmm. here. Let me show how me amazing we are. Wow you. <laughs> and let me take that opportunity. I mean, since I have you, I'm going to just go over and above. Yes. And that over and above, oftentimes nobody even notices. Yeah. You lay it down in front of them. They're not like, whoa, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get the reaction that you're expecting and you've put all this time and effort into it. Yeah. You've pulled in more resources to do something that really just didn't add value. So three things there, what we would recommend. Where's your bar? Who's asking for it? And who's pushing for it and why? That's right. right. As a leader, there's a little bit of question in your mind as to why are we focusing in on the color or the dotted line or the, you know, border around something. Uh, Those are just examples. You know, think about the curly cue on your ice cream. Sure. So I guess my follow-up question, because this was their follow-up question, how do you get your team there? How do you get your team, I guess, number one, to raise the bar? Maybe that's a whole nother episode. I don't know if you have something quick on that. But really, how do you get your team to recognize what good enough is if you're performing at a high bar? Hmm. I'll tell you how it's been done for me. It seems to have worked. (laughs) It's the leader that's asking the question, right? So it's getting them to recognize because sometimes you get, you know, kind of bogged down in those details and everybody thinks this is highly important or everybody is just really trying to do a good job. And sometimes it takes the leader to come in and ask the question, who's asking for this level or why are we doing this? Who wants this? Why would this add value to the customer? Okay, awesome questions, Kim. I love every single one of them. Who's asking for it? So the leader is taking the initiative in that team meeting, in the one-on-ones, whoever they're engaging with to say, whoa, why are we spending an hour here or two days here or 15 minutes? Just depends on the workload for the team. But there's a little bit of a check, right? The, The leader or the boss comes in and says, hey, help me out who's asking for this? And well, why are we doing this? If they didn't ask for this, is there a reason? Is there some sort of historical process as to why we do this? And then your third question was, what value is it to the organization, to the team, to the customer? Right. Really trying to challenge their employees to think more broadly how they're spending their time and whether or not there's a value add back to the business or back to the organization. I think those are great, three great questions for any leader who's wanting to get their team to 
focus in on the right things. Sure. And I think it doesn't have to wait until the leader shows up. If you teach your team to ask themselves. Teach your kids. Teach your kids. (laughs) (laughs) Teach your team to ask themselves those questions before they ever get to you so that they can come to you and say, look, this is what we're working on. Here's what we're doing. And here's why we're doing that. Yeah, there's an anticipation because they know that the, the <laughs> boss is going to ask, right? They know that the leader is going to ask those questions. Why are we doing it? Why are we spending so much time on this one thing? And is it going to dramatically change the outcome? Now, this is not about accuracy. I think we both need to say that yes. very loud the and clear. data needs to be right, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. It's the, not getting it closer. Right. The product, whatever it is, has got to be correct. It's got to be right. We're not talking about a car with one missing wheel. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. talking about everything is on there. It's the little added things that sometimes our teams may do that just aren't needed. That's right. Excellent Any- episode. Yeah, I was going to say, is there anything else you would add to this discussion of what is good enough? I can't think of anything to add. I just appreciate the listener reaching out by email. I thought that was excellent, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I do, too. So what do you got going on the rest of the day? Woo! I am going to go help a friend decorate their bedroom. I love it, Kim. You're so good at this, too. (laughs) You did a little bit of that in my house, and I loved it. And when people come over to my house, they always go, did you do something different with your shelves? And I'm like, I wish I could take credit, but that was all (laughs) Kim. You have got it down. So I love it. You're going to go and help somebody decorate their bedroom. That's very kind of you. If I didn't do what I do now, I think that's my other life. I would have been a decorator. Yeah, that's your other full-time gig? Yeah, maybe I'll do that when I retire. Interior designer? I mean, I love that stuff. Yeah, what do you love about it so much? (laughs) Well, when I get to buy a lot of stuff with other people's money. Well, I finally get it because I have so many different styles. You know, I love this style and I love that style. And so I can't do that in my house. I don't own like six homes, but you can go to other people's homes and kind of get your thrill that way. Yeah, you're like, how about this here? Or how about Mm -hmm. this here? And you're like, in the meantime, they're the ones who are writing the checks. Yes. I guess you can't continue to redecorate your own home. So that's one thing I love about it. What about you? What are you going to do today? I am going home to relax. I'm going home to chill out. I'm going to go home and play some games with my kids. Nice. Yep. I'm just going to have a little bit of family time tonight. Nothing big is on the schedule. I'm leaving here as soon as we wrap this up. going to go pick them up, take them home. And right now I've been teaching them how to play cards. I like to play cards. I played cards a lot growing up as a kid. Yes. And so we're doing a lot of card games. Fun. And taboo. Taboo (laughs) is like the funnest game ever. I love it. Yeah, that's an old school game, isn't it? Totally. Totally. That's very cool. Yeah, I played an old school card game the other day with some very cool kids. And I loved it. I've been waiting for the opportunity. I'm like, can y'all invite me back? Because I really like this. Yeah, I it do. It was fun. It's it was so fun. fun. It was in the middle of the day. It was so fun. And it's just different, right? It's yeah. not the normal, you know, all these games that they have. I like the basics, man. I'm all about speed with the cards. Yeah. And that other game that we call BS. Those are yeah. fun games. I learned those kids were smart. <laughs> That's like awesome. I had to be on my game. I had to sh- sharpen up my skills in the middle of the day. That's excellent. Yeah. All right. Those of you who have checked in with us on this episode, thank you so much for hanging out with us and listening to our conversation around 80% and being good enough. I do got to say, I always have a little bit of a hard time with quote unquote good enough because it just doesn't sound good, but it's all about where is the bar? Mm -hmm. If the bar is high, good enough is probably pretty darn good. That's right. 
All right. Then don't forget to share this podcast out with your leadership friends in your leadership circle. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Then come back again for an extra shot of leadership. <laughs>